0: Testing 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 my testicles.
1: <clears throat> I got a of cake. Ooh. On your testicles. On my testicles. World style. Uh okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Um hello and welcome to the Nerds who haunt themselves series four, episode seven. Um today we have Jaffa Cakes. Again. And my name is Andy Hanks, also known as I am Zoot, and as always, I am joined by the Jaffa Cake dealer himself, hmm
0: Chubby Stew. Which is also my porn name. <coughs>
1: your sex tape. <laughs> yes, we are back. Hello. Again. Wasn't like a almost, renegade hamster.
0: It's, all, <laughs> it's almost becoming a regular thing again. Yep. I have to bin it off soon. Yeah, I think so. Christmas break.
1: How are you, Stu? I am all right. How are you post... Well, yeah, we got a few things to talk about, but how are you post-summer variant? Buzzing, I think. Yeah, course, that was like a month ago, wasn't it? It was like two weeks ago. No, shit, it was a month ago. It was a month ago, yeah. Three weeks, four weeks. Something like that. It's a while ago. It's gone really quick. Beginning of
0: August. Yeah, I know. It'll soon be True Believers
1: 2019. Yeah. (laughs) Should start working on that, really. So it was a good event. It was a good event, yeah. So it was uh, on the Sunday, I can't remember the date. It was the 5th, wasn't it? 5th of August. Sunday, 5th of August, yeah. Sunday, 5th of August. And uh, it was at Blackfriars uh, in Gloucester. Again, yeah. And it was great. We had a lovely sunny day, which means we could utilise a courtyard area. It's
0: always annoying, So I'd love to utilise that courtyard area more, mm. because you can't guarantee the weather. Yeah, you've got to be a bit cagey about it.
1: But it was good, wasn't it? It was a good, a good turnout.
0: It was good. We finally <coughs> managed to do what I've been wanting to do for like four years of doing this shit, of getting a group photo of everybody that was tabling there and all the agents. Yeah, we don't talk about that, though. Well, that group photo?
1: Yeah. Why? She told me off because the light was shining off my forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> made me really fracking paranoid. Alright, Smackhead,
0: it's fine. <laughs> Smackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Takes you right back to school.
1: Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I found out that day. I'm probably going bold.
0: That's alright, at least you didn't have to lie Jeff Goldblum style in front of everybody, only for the photo to never get taken. It's too sexy for the camera, apparently.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Jeff Goblin, styly.
0: Tried to tell him you never go the full Goblin.
1: Can't put it off. So, there's only one man who can. No, nope, and that's a Sam Neill.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was good. Um, good turnout. I saw you pushing your sketchbook on the Etherndon brothers again.
1: I was, yeah. Continually
0: making them look at your work. <clears throat> but it helps them practice their polite smile and nodding.
1: I had some very good feedback from them, which was very nice of them quit. Stop it. (laughs) Okay, here we go again. (laughs) Um,
0: I did not show them my
1: sketchbook. (laughs) How do you feel about badly drawn Pac-Man ghosts? (laughs) Um, No, yeah, it was really good. Um, Yeah, some amazing people, some lovely people as always. It was a little bit, it was a bit segmented, I thought, as well. Um, As in, you had us and then you had... You had the, the, the big, the main room. Then you had the, the other room, didn't you? And I, I was talking to a few people afterwards, and they had never actually ventured over there.
0: Yeah, there was a couple of people who didn't even know there was another room. Yeah, which I don't know if that's a
1: failing on our part. they failing on your part.
0: I would blame the guy who does the signage. Yeah,
1: I blame the guy who told the guy what signage was. Touche. <laughs> Let's just agree. It's called a whole thing Tony's off. fault. Yeah. Hi, Tony. Um, yeah.
0: No, it was. Weird, I don't think the cosplay side was as busy as it was the previous year, although they had a smashing success with their Making Wings workshop.
1: Oh, did you? There was a, m- a lovely posts oh, a on, postal, the on the Facebook page about yeah, kids that. doing it, and brilliant, absolutely fantastic. So
0: It was a good one for seeing kids getting involved in the thing that you do, so mm. making wings. The amount of kids walking out with little foam rings on their backs.
1: Yeah, and you took the lovely photograph of two kids sitting, sitting under a tree. tree
0: reading comics, yeah. yeah. Which, if. Anything sums up what we try and do with the event. It's got to be that. And, um, yeah, and just seeing people drawing. My highlight is still, um, Kate, Aaron's partner, mm-hmm. sitting at life drawing, and then some kids came and grabbed a clipboard and she went, Yes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Made it instantly feel less threatened.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was great. She was everybody was great. Yeah.
0: It was. I mean that's the whole thing of that life drawing superhero life drawing thing, isn't it? It's,
1: it's... It was def definitely a highlight um of the day for me. Um it was just everyone's really enthusiastic about it and it's really lovely and people were asking me, Oh, when are we doing it? When's it going on? You know. And the panels were busy as well. Yeah, were, yeah. It this one which was good. There was two panels, weren't there?
0: Yeah. Uh, drawing comics and writing comics.
1: You had to think about that then, didn't
0: you? I did, and my coat was coming back up. Nice. Um
1: Drink. We weren't taking coke before we pressed the button on. <laughs> yeah, drink.
0: <laughs> we don't do coke. We do heroin. <laughs> it's all Trainspotting's salt, It made it look so good. Um, yeah, no. Um, it was good. I think the awesome Pod Boys recorded it because my laptop will only run when it's plugged in, and it was too far away to mm. set it up to record anything. Unfortunately, but um. But yeah, so I don't know whether the audio came out, and how much of it they caught. Milmo screaming, shouting and telling my kids off for being noisy little twats downstairs. I heard that on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) know. Jack's the one he made cry. (laughs) (laughs) I told Jack that I'd been brought up on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, he's a fan for life now. But yeah, so, no, it was a good day. I enjoyed it. Um, We're not doing it again, so or certainly not doing it next year anyway Um, as anybody who subscribes to the mailer probably knows Mm. um, yeah just was a bit much the last two years doing two events I think I don't know about for you plus your work slate's getting busier as people keep trying to poach you yeah so fortunately I've got him in like a wedlock device if he strays too far away from me his head will explode
1: and I I give zero fucks about that at the moment
0: (laughs) 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 What straying (laughs) Well, oh, your head exploded! My head
1: exploded. <laughs>
0: oh, but yeah, and um, you brought the ashcan of sorts version of the comic you're work, the thing you're working on with Tony and.
1: Yeah, I'm working on a. Um, I'd never heard it called an ashcan before. Tony mentioned it. I just thought it was a rough. But yeah, maybe he wants to put it in an ashcan. Maybe that's what he meant.
0: <laughs> I had to look at what an ashcan was because it's something that I'd come across recently. Mm. But I'd seen it before and things, but never really registered what it was.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I'm working... On, I've mentioned it before. I'm working on a, a charity comic book with uh, Little Heroes, uh, Aaron. I don't mean he's a little hero. I mean, he is involved he he in... Has little little hero. Hero. he has a little hero. <laughs> he has a little hero. Yeah. And, um, and, and Tony from Wilson Pod. And it was actually
0: f- stunning. Tony let me have a look. You didn't let me have a look. Tony let me have a look.
1: Oh, very nice. Thank you very much. And, and then um, he showed me the ash can. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, we all. First time we actually got together since working on the project. Project actually, and that was quite nice. So, so I thought I'd bring along a printed version of the draft right at the moment, which has completely changed now, by the way, because we've changed the back end of it. And uh, yeah, it was it was really nice. So I showed it to them, and then i forgot about it. And then an hour later, I saw Robin, um, uh, Everington, looking through it, and I thought, oh, bugger. So I kind of made my excuses and kind of hovered next to him so I can catch what he was slating off and all this and so. Well. Um that was a bit nerve wracking. And yeah, then um Good feedback I, from Robin? Really good feedback. Very good feedback. Okay,
0: the amount of people who were amazed that it is the first yeah. Comic you've done sort of like that.
1: So that scale, absolutely. And um i would met I finally, finally met Nick Prolex that day. I've never met him actually gone up and spoken to him so i introduced myself and I, i'm not sure he knew you know if he knew who i was um do you not know who i am <laughs> i should have said <laughs> um and uh, then at the end of the day he knows he was just worried you going to show me sketchbook <laughs> <laughs> and then he came over and grabbed me and said that um tony showed him the the, the ash can the wheelie bin, <laughs> called the wheelie bin, showed him the wheelie bit and um, yeah, he was saying how oh, much he liked it and everything. And I was really blown away with that because I mean, Nick Prolex, Prolex is like the the you know vet veteran, isn't he? He's like Comet, but Bo- the Mighty Prolex, yeah. You know, he's done it.
0: He
1: um, has done it, so oh, that was pretty immense. I think he's Tony's go-to artist. He's yeah, he's, busy and veteran yeah. Oh, cheers, mate! Thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: No, I think I think you're in Tony's top three now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the click.
0: Yeah, he only likes two, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm did
1: by default a third.
0: <laughs> but no, that no, was good. It was nice catching up with people. Seeing Alex yep. from Pipe Dream again. Yeah, um, unveiling the 2019 poster and the Tales from Beyond Infinity two.
1: I didn't hear cover. any feedback about that. Do you like it?
0: Yeah, from what I heard. It yeah. was, we always say that we'll be revealing it, but then it's just a casual thing where we put it on a table I mean, and then people can just walk past it. I don't like... It feels a bit weird to be like, what do you think? What do you think? I sent it to a couple of people beforehand to get feedback.
1: I like the whole you unveiling it was just quietly going over and just turning it around. Just on the turning it around, thing. yeah.
0: Yeah, but, you know, not one for pomp and circumstance.
1: Mm. It was more so
0: people could come and look at it and go, what the fuck is that? Um, and if you're really interested in the uh, Jam Poster, last week's mailer and this week's mailer... Are all about the Jam Poster. Are all about it coming together, because I'm technically on two weeks' holiday, so... So
1: you're I'll
0: basically... So to... like I'm phoning <laughs> it in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, next week, it'll be all about how to make a cup of coffee. Yep. Over, th- over three weeks. <laughs> hey, best to lay a towel on it. <laughs> Origami. <a> <laughs> but,
0: but, yeah, no, like I say, we've... The summer event was good. It went really well, and we decided beforehand that we weren't going to do it again next year. Mm. Partly because we want to look at trying to do some different things. Partly because there is too many cons happening at the moment, and we're all struggling a bit. So to run two seems a bit counterproductive at the moment, and just partly because you know, just need a break. (laughs) Quite like to do it, involved in some other projects and that sort of thing as well. So. It's all time-consuming, unfortunately. But totally worth it
1: hmm.
0: for the day. But Did you buy anything? I bought a few things. I finally bought books one to three of Flintlock from Steve Tanner. Yep. Because <laughs> I basically did a hit list of people that I've been meaning to buy from since True was started, but have never actually made it round to, for whatever reason. So I bought that. I bought a couple of things off Rachel Lee Carter. I bought a Morrissey book. Uh, Nick oh, Cage out of a shut that and her uh, Murder in French it's very cool bought some issues of the pool list that I was behind on including the most up to date one which has a 2019 poster in somewhere I do believe uh, that's not in them fuck not no, only joke not in awesome gutted I can't make it this year
1: uh, yeah <clears throat> Oh yeah, it's got the uh, jump poster on it. First I've, publication. I yes. was about to say I didn't know you did that, but then I remembered I did it.
0: <laughs> I had, yeah, I had to make sure that this wasn't going out before the summer variant.
1: Yeah. And uh,
0: unfortunately, it was. Do you know Alex is, has got exactly the same birthday as me, except out by a year. Out by we're, a year. We're both twenty second of August. Oh, out by a he's, year. He was a year before. He's seventy eight. I'm seventy nine. Okay. Uh, I bought issue four of NCPT, MPCT. By the Milmo? By the Milmo. I got Little Heroes 2, and I got a... Big Erection. Big Erection. What is it? Oh, it's a, big, big... a Midnight Man from Andy Bloor. And I also bought the... Have you seen this? What? What? Oh, yeah. I wonder what talentless wanker did that. <sighs> <laughs> Yes, if you've got Little Heroes too, you can get a sneak peek at what Andy's doing.
1: This winter. Cool. Um, Who you are? It says this winter. Fucking isn't. Psst,
0: did you know this winter I'm appearing in a book?
1: Uh-oh, bollocks. Got to go now? I've got work to do. I'll see you later. He's <laughs> just found out his deadline missed. Really. <laughs> It
0: doesn't necessarily mean the full book. It might just be another little thing like that. That's true. Actually,
1: winter technically could be till April, can't it? Yeah,
0: that's right. Then. If I, it, it could be like Doomsday's fist punching the thing for like four issues of Superman before he finally broke free. <laughs> um, yeah, I bought the Midnight Man page from the first Tales from Beyond Infinity, which I've got in a frame waiting to go up on the wall. And I bought an original Supergirl picture from Susie Gander. Wait until she reduced it.
1: Oh, is that the one she was working on, on yeah. the other day?
0: Yeah, because she did that on my suggestion, because she was looking for characters to draw. Uh-huh. I oh. Hi, he... Does Susie listen? I don't know. She doesn't have that dead look behind her eyes, like people mm. who do, so. I'm not entirely sure. Sarah Harris does, I think.
1: Mm. Well, how's the dead look behind her eyes? All yeah, does listen. yeah. So. She was there as well?
0: She was there as well. Yeah, she
1: made an appearance.
0: There's quite a few people. Mm. Showed up, you, me, yeah, Sarah Harris, your kids, my kids, your my wife,
1: wife, your mum,
0: my mum, that was it, my wife, <laughs> yes, she was man in your table, wasn't she? How, how did she find that experience?
1: She loved her, actually, um, she it was her and my brother in law, also known as her brother, <laughs> um, yeah, I think they really enjoyed it. They were, I mean, they like people watching, and you can't get better people watching at a comic convention, really, can you?
0: No, I suppose not.
1: Um, in a yeah. good way, though. Oh, I was, no! I see the amount of interesting people that kind of put her around. You're very enthusiastic people, and I in- introduced them to everyone. And um, I think my wife is slightly in love with Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I am. So,
0: yeah, I'm hoping the audio turned out right on that because I really miss. Was disappointed that I missed being in that panel. Mm. Um, you were there. Was it good? It was really good.
1: Really interesting.
0: I had to go up and give Vince the wrap-up sign because Milmo's making a zine thing was about to start. So So, yeah, but no, it looked like it was a good, proper sort of...
1: Yeah, it was really interesting and it just kept on going. You can just see the passion between the three. Because we had um, Susie Gander, Robin, uh, no we didn't, not at all, Lorenzo. And then we had... Um, Insert Etherington, brother. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, anyway. <laughs> um, then we had... His name escapes from you. the third one who was there. It was Russell Olsen, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. And Vince was the moderator. Yes. And um, it was apparently... It was his first... Ever yeah, one he'd that never he never moderated did. a panel. He'd done Not Awesome do with, Pod yeah. Live,
0: but he'd never moderated. he'd he been a job. Job being on panels, but... Yeah, he'd done an absolutely brilliant job. So, well.
1: I've got to kind of suck up to him now because I insulted him by saying that he looked like Obi Wan Kenobi.
0: Well, no, you didn't start that. Who started it? then? Well, did you
1: start it? I started. It. Oh, you I started. said, "Oh my god!" I honestly thought Vince was dressed up as Obi Wan Kenobi because it was their cosplay look. That's Stop right. It. And then I Obi-Wan. saw it and told
0: Tony about it, and then a little <laughs> while later, Tony. Then we finally showed Vince a picture and was Like, yeah, no, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, after you know, comparing him to Donald Trump on the last pod.
1: <laughs> They
0: got me invited on their show. So, <laughs> so it clearly worked. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with that out of the way, it's taking a two-week break and then diving back into True Believers 2019, which will sneak up on us faster than... Yeah, so that's the other thing with having I mean, something six months after is everything snuck up on you incredibly quickly. I'd say some of us also snuck
1: up on us as well. Sketch Timber Sketch Timber Shit me I literally realised that the other day and I was worrying that I'm going to have enough time to actually do it because I want to do it Yeah but,
0: I'd started thinking about it about what I wanted to do but then you know as with everything mm. thought it's still a month or so away
1: Well I quite like your idea where you you sketch it on the October and then you and ink, ink it, it on October. October That's a really yeah. good idea that.
0: I did think that might be more because yeah. last year we were staying up to like 2 o'clock in the morning because mm. we wanted Not to together make- no, we only sleep together, we don't stay up together. Absolutely,
1: he bores me. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we... So have you thought about a theme? Are you going to do the, the all-in-one I'm thinking one about doing or... yeah, I like in one
0: A3 sheet and just you mm. know doing a big...
1: I'd do a bigger than A3, at least A2, personally. Know, that's going to be Could a be really like to
0: see. sit in bed, John, I don't on, At
1: least A2. You can use <laughs> a drawing board. I won't mind, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> You might not, but my wife gets funny about it. She's usually asleep by the time we've started drawing anyway.
0: Yes. We don't share a bed, all three of us. She doesn't like all the rubbing that's going on.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Thank you for that. Spit take. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. That's (laughs) totally a sex take. Right, let's get back into it now. Sketch Um, number,
0: yes. Yeah, well, like I say, last year we were sort of staying up till like 2 o'clock in the morning, respectively, mm. in each other's houses. Because um, we wanted to put in a finished, yeah, penciled, inked, and coloured piece. Mm. And yeah, it was getting a bit much. So I thought, potentially, yeah. you got one extra day in October, so you can add some extra if you want to. Oh, yeah. So, but no, I thought that might be the way to do it this time. Mm. Pencil it all and then ink it
1: that's a nice the idea because f- so, you did the Batman and uh, was it, it was um... Sketch Timber was Batman the Animated Series
0: uh-huh. and then for Inktober I did like five or six sheets mm. there was the theme on it so I did Monster Squad for one I did Small Press Characters for one
1: well I'm thinking of doing Sleeptober so basically I sleep a lot <laughs> good luck with that you're
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting into crunch time for everything yeah uh, yeah, Tales 2 and True was 2019. But yeah, Sketch Timber, we run it on the Facebook page throughout the month of September. Mm-hmm. You can see what we did there. Um, I've done a rough logo, but we're going to need to update the logo. Fine. Um, at least whack a 2018 or a 2 on it or something. We can do that. I was thinking we could bring it under the Troops Creates
1: mm-hmm.
0: banner. Um, but yeah... So it should be good see how many people stay the course this year I think we had about five or six people yeah last year I know we had some people start, drop out and then finish off
1: it's a sex story of my sex life
0: <laughs>
1: start <laughs> up, drop out finish off elsewhere <laughs> I'll finish that later don't worry about it love <laughs> I want a pizza um Yeah, I've been thinking about themes. Um, I quite fancy. I might do a monster a day. Nice, nice. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. As to what it is, be thirty characters, I think, on a sheet. Whether I do like a big epic battle page or something like that, I don't know yet. So, just see how it goes,
1: but. But yeah, but no, hopefully other people will get involved as well. We'll have mm. to start plugging it. Yeah, give it a Because it was quite a last minute idea, wasn't it, last year? I think it was, yeah. Um, but if we'd maybe start. Because yeah, Sketch Timber's the official
0: True Believers one, isn't it? That yeah. Inktober we just did for fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Which neither of us were going to, but then one of us drew a picture, so the other one had to draw a picture.
1: I don't think I lasted the whole month, though. What, Inktober? I think you did. Did I? I what think... did I do? I honestly can't remember. I didn't do zoots. Honestly, I can't remember what you did. Mm. I know to uh, to end Sketch Timber, because I did a zoo today, on the last day I went and got a tattoo. That's right. Cheater. Got somebody else to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but keep an eye on the Facebook page for that. Uh, like I say, was 2019 stuff... Will be starting to get announced. Uh, tickets will put up on sale soonish, sometime in September. Um, just need to sort out prices, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, start officially inviting guests and whatnot. We've got a list of sorts, um, but that's sort of really it. True believers wise at the minute. Um, obviously, the mailers still going every week mm-hmm. for my sins. Uh, if you fancy reading my bullshit. You can find it in that. We usually put in Troop's News. We'll probably put guest announcements in that as well before we put them up on the website. Make it a bit more exclusive to the mailer. Um, there's usually a nerd's blog of some kind. I need to start throwing that out for other people to start writing as well. Starting to run out of ideas. Um, yeah, we put in the Draw Something Sundays. Although last week's didn't have any in, but they'll be in this week's one. And then the following week we'll have two lots of Draw Something Sundays in then we'll have to start including the Sketch Timber stuff as well
1: yeah very true
0: in the mailer that might replace the nerds thing for a month Mm. that'll give me a bit more time to get preliminary True Believers 2019 stuff done it's a good plan Um, we might try and put on a Sketch Timber event we need to sort out the finer details Mm. of the where's when's how's what's
1: if's if's
0: um but yeah, that's going. But yeah, um, like I say, you can keep up to date on all that on our Facebook page. Occasionally we put stuff on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can just sign up to the Troops mailer at tinyletter.com forward slash troops. Um, What's next? What's
1: next? Sorry, um, we're both, well I'm absolutely exhausted. And,
0: and I'm in holiday mood. Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> so none of us give a shit, to be honest, today.
0: Well, I mean, the greatest news that man could ever wish for finally came down.
1: Oh, this is where we're going to start bickering. <laughs> As Tony Your said on his podcast. <laughs> yeah. The
0: Big Bang theories finish finishing.
1: Yay. After, I'll be honest, I'm really bored of it.
0: After 12 long years of But you never watched it, so it never watched, affected
1: you. I watched some. You told me you never watched it.
0: No, I've watched some, enough to know that I don't like it. I don't care for it. I find it insulting to my people.
1: Your people. My people. It's just... It's
0: every cliche of what a nerd is played up for laughs. They're not overly sympathetic characters, not overly likeable characters. It's just, yeah, not funny and I'm glad it's going. But I know you like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I I don't watch it very often anymore. I really got into it a few seasons ago and it is on, but it's not something I religiously need to watch. It's nice as a bit of background TV. It's like exactly the same as um, we watch um, Two and a Half Men as well. It's the same kind of thing that's always on while we're eating dinner in the background before Superstore starts. Because Superstore's quite good. See,
0: weirdly, Two and a Half Men never really bothered me. I wasn't no. a massive fan, but like you said, Again, it's, it's something you can put on and ignore.
1: Yeah. Um, like um, I
0: say, just Big Bang Theory. I think, like I say, because
1: it played up to every
0: stereotype. I mean,
1: I've, I, never, I've, I haven't watched that Young Sheldon programme yet, because it just doesn't, you know... Can't really, it hasn't appealed to me yet. But it just
0: looks like them trying to cash in on the Goldbergs. Yeah. To me. The Goldbergs, however. is superb. It's fantastic. Yeah. And we don't need things like Big Bang Theory anymore. We've got Goldbergs, we got Fresh Off the Boat, we got Life in Pieces. Oh, it's Fresh
1: a... Off the Boat, is good? Yeah, I I've
0: really I've only like seen it. a couple of episodes of that. Um, Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You can always go back to Parks and Rec and 30 Rock.
1: And the American Office, which I have still never watched. But It's not on
0: Netflix or Amazon anymore. I don't think. No, it's not. I do have all the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I rewatched Coupling recently as well. Oh, okay. Still very funny.
1: I'm going through Community again at the moment.
0: Yeah, I need to. Go, I keep meaning to go back through Community. It's on all four now,
1: isn't it? Yeah, but um, they got all the, the box sets on um, uh, Sky. Uh... So we're going through that at the moment. I do like Community. It hit a wobble,
0: and it hit a point where Chevy Chase's character ceased to be funny and was just fucking horrible.
1: Mm. Apparently like he was in real life at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a massive shocker. Mm. As much as I like Fletch and the Chevy Chase films of the 80s, it doesn't Marshall massively Lampoos. surprise me that he's a bit of a bellend, or mm. was a bit of a bellend. But he paid for it because he got interviewed on stage by Mike Reed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. God, that was terrible, wasn't it? Yes, that was not.
0: There's so many people better qualified for that job as well. I don't understand how that came about. But but yeah, so yeah, so Big Bang Theory's ending, so I'm sure young Sheldon isn't. Mm-hmm. But that's got to have a limited lifespan, hasn't it? Well given that at some point he's gonna to have to start looking like old Sheldon. Look at Joey. What, that epic two series.
1: Was it doing two series?
0: Yeah. Two and done. Mm. I never watched well actually know, I watched the pilot of Joey. I'm not sure if I've ever seen it. Did not overly care for it.
1: But did he live in a in a a motel? Or am I thinking of something else? With uh, a swimming
0: pool. My name is Earl lived in a hotel. In a motel. Yeah, that was a good series. That yeah, cancelled before its time. But yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of glad that's gone. Um, maybe we can start getting quality fucking programs about comic books and nerds. If anything, from going to that DC exhibition, I went to the DC exhibition at the O2. There's definitely a market for proper programming about comic books comic book art it's just something that never really seems to get touched you get countless documentaries about sport and films and although you don't really get that many about films anymore but yeah comics has largely been left sort of untouched so it'd be nice to start seeing a better representation of it so but yeah so speaking of art and being poorly represented you finished another sketchbook
1: poorly represented
0: because I hang around you yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) because I'm dragging you down what's that your fourth sketchbook this year
1: Uh, third this year third this year although I'm halfway through the next one Jesus Christ you only
0: finished that one like a week ago no I
1: didn't actually I finished that one um, when did I finish it about three or four weeks ago but what I decided to do no I didn't no you're alright I apologise no I didn't I, I finished it two weeks ago because I was doing the markers Um. So, yeah, well, I did what I thought I did. something that uh, the feedback I had after this summer event was that there were a few people asking about uh, original art and if they're any anywhere for sale and I never really sold original art on my table at all because for me, my finished stuff was my digital art, and then I kept the sketchbook going for exercises and just keeping my hand in um so I spoke to someone about it, and they said, "Oh yeah, you know, you, sh- you should." S- uh, I did a series called Robotomy, and I took a popular character, um, <clears throat> for instance, you know, Mickey Mouse or Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or whatever, and I did it in my kind of stylee. as a styley, <laughs> <laughs> you mystique, <laughs> not the with Stanley, and I, <laughs> or Jim Lee, and um, I, I did it in that kind of style where you know it's like like a, like a half robot, half metal thing. Trying to keep the same uh, kind of character look uh, and the same kind of um, feeling behind the character, but just mechanise, mechanicalise, mechanicalise, making it a robot. Mechanised, mechanised. Thank you. Um, uh, I did quite a few of those at one point. Uh, I, d- I spent like two weeks and I came up with like, like thirteen or fourteen of these. So I thought, you know what? I'll, f- I'll see what I can, you know going See if anyone'd be interested in buying them. So I put for sale. Pardon me, just put it in the microphone then. <laughs> and um, I, t- um, I I put all of the pictures online and I said, don't want to buy any. And um, yeah, it turned out. I, <laughs> Everybody
0: I, shut down their Facebook profiles.
1: <laughs> and um, I sold 10 in a day. Jesus.
0: Mm. If, if you me. don't mind me asking,
1: how much are you selling them for?
0: Or were you varying it?
1: No, no, I, I was selling them for 20, 20 quid each. Nice. And because, um, you know, again, I don't really know what to, what to sell them for, but. And um yeah they well, there was we one just guy. had a
0: similar conversation we, yeah. Cause I'm Yeah cuz am doing my first commission or second commission not including the museum job and um yeah don't know what to charge
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or you know if to charge
1: but but
0: yeah no are you have you scanned them all Oh yeah because
1: satellite? I I might if I do if or when I do a, a second a robot sketchbook number 2 there's a few in there that I want to put in as well. And I put that as a disclaimer. These are the originals, but I have scanned them and I will be using them in the future. Um, so, yeah, I even got a commission out of it as well. Because I the I first anybody few...
0: can really take an issue with owning the original. No, not at all. Not but at all. knowing it might appear in a book.
1: A day. It's one of those things where I wasn't that... You know, I wanted to be sure that I wasn't, you know, buy it now, but, you, you know... But you'll get a reduced price later kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um... I, the first ones I started off doing, uh, the, the, when I first had the idea of robotomy, I think the first one I did was, was Hellboy. I think I can't remember. Um, I, I did them on a different pad; and it was a white pad. Then when I finished that pad, I I did it on a toned pad. I do a lot of work on toned paper because I can use white and it really makes it pop. So somebody bought wanted to buy four. They bought three. This guy from Manchester I've never heard of. Um, so he bought three and then. We we're trying to decide on a, th- on a fourth one and saw my Marvin the Martian one and asked me, oh, isn't Marvin the Martian on the white or toned? I said, unfortunately, it was one of the first ones I did. It's on white. So he commissioned me to do him another one um, on toned, which was last night's job. Um, so, yeah, I was quite, you know, quite chuffed, quite blown away that people are snapping them up like that, really. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, very cool. So, it's kind of really stoked my fire a little bit, so I'm going to do a few more robotomies. I had thought about maybe doing robotomy for um, Sketch Timber, but I don't want it to get too stale. Yeah, that's the thing. It's one of those things where you?
0: you've got to pick something that you're going to be happy to yeah, do so, I've yeah. Got
1: to, yeah, exactly. And I've got to really think about it as opposed to something else. If it's just a doodle level, I can turn doodle into something, it's great, but doing a robotomy takes a little bit of thought buff before it. Yeah. I've got to decide which character, for, you know, and then do some research on that character and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and mm-hmm.
0: if people are interested.
1: Oh, yeah, if, if there are some left, um, there's not just robotomy in there. I'm also thinking of perhaps bringing one of my old sketchbooks out because got most of my pages from the robot sketchbook and seeing an event anyone wants them as well. Um, but on my Facebook page, which is the real Zoot, I think Facebook forward slash the real Zoot. If you search "I am Zoot," it will
0: come up as well. Yeah, as, yeah,
1: and um, I might in a few days. I might decide to put that book up on there as well. But have, yeah, have a look, see if there's anything that you'd be interested in, and then contact. I suppose me. it makes sense to sell the originals because what are they going to do otherwise? Like yeah. or
0: mine just sit in a folder. Yeah, not exactly. Like, you know, in the same but, league. I,
1: but I, I've decided that um, I. I it's going to end up not paying for itself but for instance um I, I had a bit of you know um i sold some of the ones i sold this week i got given cash which that day I went straight to jackson's and just spent all of pens nice. marker pens you know and it's quite nice that where usually i've got to think a few t- think twice about oh hang on a minute you know can i afford these pens and all that but doing it this way is kind of justifying it
0: yeah i kind of figured something like that with the museum piece I did with the money I got from that I just it back paid back bought all the pens and that I bought initially even though I used some of your pens for that
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: but yeah I kind of think if I'm going to get in a position where people do start commissioning me because I've never like I say I'm not comfortable asking for money for things but you are doing a job for somebody and it is taking your time I just I feel like a fraud <laughs>
1: Yeah, you kind of, it's one of those things where you kind of get you get over it and you go to and kind of realise, well, okay, you know, they, they're obviously asking you for a reason. Yeah. Well, that's it. They've clearly seen something
0: they like in what you've done, even mm. if you don't personally see it yourself. But, um, yeah, I need to finish that with going away in that and other bits and pieces. I've got them inked. I've done two, and then I've just got a colour one.
1: Okay. So so, I don't know who these characters are. I know one of them, but never watched it. So, but
0: yeah, I just did the poor man's light box. And sort of traced one and fixed a couple of bits. <laughs> Complain spot the difference here. Yeah. It's like that video that plays before films in Cineworld with the cake. Just oh, flipping well, the blood his card. The bloody
1: card. Whereas it's, it's obviously... And you can see
0: where it's on a loop. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so, but I say, I suppose it's the same with you. It's reaching that point where you just start putting yourself out there a bit more. Yeah, but not that I'm like the whore, but I am not that I'm that fussed about being a commissioned artist kind of
1: thing because I, the unnecessary pressure. <laughs> yeah, there is a yeah. Um, I did make a list of the things that I owe the the, the jobs that I owe people at the moment and. Um, yeah uh, racking up so I've kind of got a crack on with it really well it's like um, you usually see Jack Lawrence post
0: after a con Mm. if the con was efficient if he waited for the con to officially be over for him it'd be once he'd done all the commissions that he'd taken on the day as well Mm. and it'd be months after but I suppose it's knowing when to say I can't at the moment isn't it Or If you contact me at a later date, but but yeah, I suppose if you're doing it online rather than at events, but is that something you'd want to get in a position to be something that
1: commissions on a day? Funny enough, um,
0: that was sign and draw in your sketchbook when you sell it, don't you? Yeah,
1: there was something that I was talking to with um, with Craig actually. Um, I mess up on Saturday night, and he was state saying. Would that you know, an idea perhaps opening up the week before and saying, you know, well, I'll do have some commissions if you give them to me now, I'll get them ready done and um, you know, for the, for the day kind of thing. Um, uh, so that is something that might be on the horizon. There might yeah. also be an Etsy store perhaps at some point.
0: I know a lot of people do throw call lights for commissions before events,
1: mm. it's something I would be interested in the future, yeah. Um but as I said, I've got like this comic book at the moment, which has taken up quite a lot of my time, but it's it trouble, is something it? that it's... I want to do. I've got a few comic covers as well on, on the horizon. Cool. Um, which is Great. very exciting. Oh, I'm jealous about that. I always wanted to be a comic cover artist. Mm.
0: Never knew I didn't have the talent to do a sequential thing, but to do a cover art thing would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I had another one today, actually. Um, it's quite exciting anything you can say or top secret I won't mention it yet no that's absolutely fine basically DC I could keep me banging on my door about bloody Batman but there (laughs) you
0: yes actually to be fair it wouldn't surprise
1: me why do you know something (laughs) the
0: state of their comics (laughs) yeah
1: I thought that was almost a compliment there for Stuart. But, uh, it was, he but I didn't feel comfortable in. with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> did, did it feel a bit itchy? It did, <laughs> didn't feel right. Felt sick. <laughs> he was st- yeah, stifling a... Oh, stifling. <laughs> I was mean, stifling an erection then. I meant you he was stifling a wretch. <laughs> stifling. <laughs> stifling an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <Uh-oh. laughs> okay let's move on come on let's move on we're gone delirious
0: <laughs> on the plus side on either the reprint of your sketchbook or the second sketchbook I want I had to stifle an erection <laughs> <laughs> one of the review blows
1: on there dead. <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually I'll get Tony to do it that'd be <laughs> fun. In fact, anonymous
0: he, Rotten Tomatoes. User. When
1: when I asked Tony if he did do the comment on the back of my first one, he gave me two, and one of them was "I like it more. I like breasts," which I almost used. Wasn't it? I like it more. I like porn. It, I I no, I think it's well. I, don't, I can't remember. I think it was something to do with breasts. I, I think he had about
0: three. Yeah, one that it was safe to use, and two that were. Although I still think you should have used one of the other ones mm. just to throw him off. Not in that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> throw him off.
0: <laughs> Nobody tosses a Tony. Um Yeah, no, it's it's cool to see, even joking aside, it was awesome watching you sort of, you know, discussing your work with people at the
1: event. Mm. Still some I find it a little bit odd. Well, to begin with I find it a little bit odd but I had to kinda of relax during the day, but um Yeah. I've um, got an, I've signed up for another con, which I'm doing at the end of September. I'm cheating on you, Stuart. That's fine, where's that one? Uh, uh, Wiltshire, it's a new one um, Chippingham.
0: See, I was kind of thinking if you're interested, once we've got two Tales comics under our belt hmm. look at cons that are happening on my weekends off and maybe hitting a few different ones Yeah, splitting the cost of the tables Sure. although to be fair, your art generally detracts from people looking at Tales <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to put a border up Or um,
1: oh, we just get two tables <laughs> oh, We'll just get two tables, tables. <laughs> Yeah well, well, see how much table though. Mm. But um, this one, uh, uh, I I just vaguely mentioned it because it's only a chip in Chipping. It was not too far away. Yeah. And the woman phoned back and, I, and I said, "Of oh, what do you do?" I said, "I was an artist." And she nearly bit my hand off because it was like, "We don't have a lot of artists, but well, you have a table. have a table." Was it one of those ones? That- it, yeah. Well, the, their main guest is Christopher Biggins. Wow, Biggins mm. and um, Hannah from S Club.
0: Shocking! Not Hannah from S Club. Yep. Fucking hell!
1: But uh, but no, I mean I've, I've joined the their private group of all the exhibitors and something, and um, she was saying that um, they've only sold one thousand six hundred tickets for it. Fucking hell! Mm. She said that today. Or pre-sale tickets. So I think it'll be a good event. That's pretty impressive in this climate. Yeah, it absolutely.
0: That's more than we get ever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, I mean, pre-sale tickets, we rarely break 500. Mm. I think we might have broken it once. Uh, not that pre-sale tickets are much of an indicator, because sometimes those people don't show up anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: but no, that's impressive for... A... Yeah. But so, then I suppose the power of
1: Biggins... The power of Biggins compels you. <laughs> that's it.
0: <laughs> Never <laughs> underestimate the potential draw of Biggins. Yeah. Um... No, that's cool. I mean, part of me was thinking maybe that should be the sort of cons we look at hitting with tails mm. if we're going to table that. Because I think most of the people on the events we like going to come to True Believers anyway. Mm. So they pick it up. So There's part of me tempted to try a table in an MCM, mm. but it's pointless going with one issue of tails, And that probably would be one we'd have to split the table cost
1: on. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm I'm, I might be thinking of uh, I might MC I might be something I'll be looking at doing maybe in a year or so t- turn, at a time anyway cool that'll be a biggie
0: well if you're desperate and you need a table buddy Um
1: yeah or I'll do it yeah. Yeah. if I'm desperate if you're desperate yeah. No, the thing is I want to sell stuff I want people to big me up
0: well to be fair you usually sell more when I'm not at your table <laughs> but I have to be there first for people to realise <laughs> Is he gone?
1: Brilliant. Can we buy some stuff, please?
0: (laughs) You'll come crawling back one day. (laughs) I've seen these movies. (laughs) (laughs) When you're a drug-addled drunk living in a trailer somewhere.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) Talking about movies. Have you been to the cinema recently? I have. What have you seen?
0: Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. It's good, really good. Yeah, it's like the best James Bond film I've seen since Casino Royale.
1: Mm. Um I know Chris, my friend Chris, who we spoke about before on it, I know he absolutely loved it.
0: I love it. I mean, I, I really like the Mission Impossible films anyway. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm one of the few people that, although you know, for all the people that seem to have an issue with Tom Cruise, a lot of people go to his fucking movies. Yeah. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. It was really really fucking enjoyable and just wonderfully fucking stupid in the stunts
1: Mm. he was saying that as one stunt superb
0: shots in it as well the the shot in the trailer of the um the guy in the back of the um, prison wagon Mm. when it's going in the water just the angle it's shot at where the water sort of goes up above him at an angle before smashing down onto him
1: Mm.
0: fucking lovely shots in
1: it um uh, cause I, I know Chris said that there was one stunt in that film and it isn't, I don't think it was the jumping out of a plane one the free falling one there was another stunt in that, he said he had to come home and Google to see how they did it because it just blew him away and he hasn't gone into detail what stunt that was oh. so, yeah, not sure well Chris I'll ask you anyway if, if you can give me a bit more information, yeah
0: or just message me directly,
1: yeah or we'll message him
0: um, yeah, no, it's very fucking impressive. It does what Bond films used to do so well, where Bond's sort of become self-reflective and then gone up his own arse hmm. in its attempts to be an arty spy film in the genre of the Jason Bourne film. <laughs> did you
1: see that? A great Facebook message. I can't remember who did it. Um, Scarlet, revealing yeah. at Scarlet oh, yeah, it's gonna that Scarlett Johansson is going to be the first Black James Bond. <laughs>
0: um, I don't... I. I made the mistake of commenting on one of those anti-Idris Elba mm. James Bond things because the amount of people that were like, oh I'll accept a black James Bond when I get a white shaft <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah I have a white shaft
0: Or when they make a Martin Luther King film with a white guy playing him, and it's kind of, well for one you've got a white shaft, he's mm. called James fucking Bond to which they were like, oh in that case then you've got a black James Bond, You shaft It's like just because you can call James Bond the white shaft doesn't mean it works the other way around
1: Mm. And it's just fucking ignorance.
0: <laughs> it's like, I get... I, while I don't agree, I completely understand people who feel that James Bond is traditionally white and they would prefer him to stay white. It's the people that have got to do it with, you.
1: it's just fucking PC gone mad. they I mean, the same people who think Doctor Who should traditionally be a bloke. Well, he should. <laughs> um, I just...
0: In this day and age, who really cares? I mean... I'm a bit more fuzzy on the a female James Bond but at the same time if it happens and it doesn't speak to me it's speaking to a different audience and more power to them that they're finally getting represented. Same with Doctor Who it's like there's now a female Doctor and not that I don't see why it wouldn't but if it did leave me cold in the way that previous Doctors I'd warm to (laughs) (laughs) That should not have popped upon your phone. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, scary shit. Just seen into Andy's phone spank bank. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. It's not because it's a female Doctor and if the female Doctor doesn't speak to me in the same way that all the previous male Doctors did, it's speaking to a different audience and more fucking power to that audience. After 50-odd years of it being a bloke and speaking to blokes, if that's the case... Why shouldn't it? Why isn't it time that it now speaks to a different audience? And I don't a James Bond of colour isn't going to be any different. Hmm. He would still be James Bond. This was my thing with a white Shaft
1: wouldn't be Shaft. Can we stop using the phrase White Shaft? Because keeps. St- 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 direction.
0: <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Right? Yeah. But yeah, he wouldn't be Shaft anymore. Whereas a James Bond of colour would still be James Bond. And it's just trying to get that across to ignorant fucking people but yeah, it basically ended with me being told I was a racist against white people. It's like fine, <laughs> let's just agree to disagree and walk away.
1: So I've got to Sounds that sounds very David Brent.
0: What well, agree to disagree? No, no, um, being racist
1: against white people.
0: Yeah. I just yeah. I've got to learn to stop engaging with people. Like I made the mistake of commenting on a thing about clerks three not happening and all the people go, oh but Randall's story was never finished it's like, well, no, within the context of Clerks 2 Randall was at a point that ended the film at the point he wanted to be at so his story arc is complete as far as the films go if they then chose to extend it but people just couldn't see the point I was making or one particular guy, there was about five of us trying to explain it to him and again it got to the point where I was like you're not seeing my point, let's just agree to disagree rock on but at least he wasn't racist.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's just yeah, tricky. Just stay offline. But but yeah. So
1: what were we talking about? Mission Impossible. Uh, movers in
0: general. Movers. Uh, I have seen Incredibles two, mm-hmm. which I liked. I could have done with being half hour twenty minutes shorter potentially. But
1: have they been the first one?
0: I think I like the first one slightly more, but I kind of need to watch them back to back. Tend to find Pixar films. Sometimes it's the second time it engages with you more than the first. Yeah. Uh, watch Teen Titans Go. Yeah, you I've have also seen. I've also seen that. Um, which I'm a fan of the Teen Titans Go TV series. Hmm. I know a lot of people don't like it because they took Teen Titans off there to replace it with that and Young Justice.
1: Ah, uh, spoiler alert! Are they coming back? Well, that's implied. Implied. Yes. I see I wasn't aware of this until I watched it I don't think anybody was but, No I mean I, I was unaware of it About the first lot Do, What happened? But How did they end that? Uh, I honestly
0: don't know Because I never overly got on with that Teen Titans series mm. um, But as far as I know It just reached its natural end I think Teen Titans was replaced with Young Justice mm. And then they ended Young Justice After two series to focus on Teen Titans Go, which Young, Young Justice was a superb series, but one doesn't replace the other, if that makes any sense. Mm. And um, But yeah, they did Teen Titans Go, which was irreverent and wonderfully fucking stupid. Like I say, it's got one of my favourite things in it about Beast Boy when he can't be bothered to go into battle just paints a bird green and sends that instead. <laughs> um,
1: Isn't there an episode where they're in love with their arms?
0: There is, yes. Jack's the one to ask. He's seen way more episodes mm. than I have. Um, the only downside of Teen Titans Go is it does seem to have led to that irreverent thing of taking a known property and making it crazy. So this new Ninja Turtles cartoon, which I don't know if you've seen the new first episode that went up on YouTube.
1: No, I haven't. Is that very very similar?
0: It is, but the problem with it is that if you shut your eyes and listen to the Turtles talk, you they've not got any defined characteristics they all sound the same they're all that pizza loving party dude Mm. idiot
1: kind of character which the um, the the Bay movies actually did quite well to differentiate between them given all the personality yeah why not you don't agree I well I have issues with the Bay movies it's a surprise
0: the second one I actually really enjoyed
1: hmm I had
0: Roxy Seddy and Bebop. Yeah, and Krang, and even though they got Casey Jones completely fucking wrong.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And as much as I like Stephen and Melvin. It the ex-cop. Yeah, which is. Scurvy driver, wasn't Casey Jones. um, Yeah, I quite enjoyed it, and it showed promise for better films in the future. Uh. But unfortunately, it came after the dire fucking first one. Which was basically the same film as The Amazing Spider-Man. Um... ends with a villain wanting to dump a mutagen on a load of people to change them.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: Pretty much exactly the same fucking movie. And they lost their bottle and brought in a proper shredder instead of keeping William Fitner as shredder. (coughs) Which was an interesting idea.
1: Okay, yeah. But... But yeah, it's... so it was a different Shredder. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they brought in another
0: Shredder. They ch- decided that he wasn't Shredder. He was never supposed to be Shredder, even though he plainly was supposed to be Shredder. Yeah, and has said himself that he only signed on to the film because he was told he'd be playing Shredder. Okay. But,
1: but no, it's.
0: But yeah, no, I really enjoyed Teen Titans Go to the movie. It's got some wonderful fucking jokes in it, mm. and some really obscure comic references too. Really obscure. Like I said to you earlier, challenge to the unknown. Who would throw Challenges of the Unknown into a movie? Yeah. They're so fucking obscure, but so brilliantly used.
1: Yeah, and I, I love the little bits about the new Batman movies that come out, like, you know, Utility <laughs> Belt. <laughs> Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> the want about the car. <laughs> but, and the
0: little digs at Batman v Superman. And yeah. And all that stuff. That was
1: very cool. Um, what else have I watched? I've watched Christopher Robin. Okay, yeah, I w- I've allegedly I will be seeing that very soon because my wife would like to see it. Which I re- you should
0: take her, you fucking monster. I will see I, it. I really enjoyed it. I was, it's one that was more the wife wanted to see it because it was the combination of Winnie the Pooh and Ewan McGregor, which mm. you throw in a take that soundtrack and that would have been no perfect movie. But um, No, I sort of went in with lowish expectations but hoping I'd enjoy it because I quite like the Winnie the Pooh films. And yeah, it's just a really nice, charming film. On paper, it probably doesn't stack up to much, but I quite like sentimental movies as well. And the
1: CGI looks good as well.
0: It's really well done, actually. Mm -hmm. To the point where some of it, you wonder whether it is just like a small person in a bear suit Mm. on an overscaled thing. But yeah, no, it's really, really well done. And um, then we did that on my birthday, and then the second film we watched was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Which I really enjoyed, and you didn't care so much for.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what it, I came out of there just feeling a little bit unfulfilled. Titled my sex tape. Um, it was a bit flat. I thought. I think I'll tell you what it is. I think it's because the last two, last three Marvel movies have been pretty intense. Yeah, and this one was a much lower See, scale. See played
0: for me because I was kind of like, I just wanted something. It, it worked really well. The first Ant Man coming after Age Voltron. There was some real... It's a nice palate cleanser.
1: Yeah, there was some nice clever little bits in it, but I just... Yeah, it just came away a little bit. Some yeah.
0: great jokes in it. Yeah. Um, no, I genuinely enjoyed it and found it amusing. Uh, I love the stuff with the magic tricks and the FBI guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, And the thing with the truth serum. That was very good, I thought, yeah.
1: <laughs> Not truth serum! <laughs>
0: this is true sir. <laughs> um, but yeah no I really enjoyed it and it sort of like say cleared it's definitely not worth staying until the very end of the credits for that end credit scene
1: no it was no. it was
0: a nothing scene even by Marvel's there was, yeah, it was non-essential to stay for the end credit one it was just fucking nothing yeah that, it didn't even have the payoff of like the Captain America one at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming
1: yeah no, yeah, the, yeah, exactly, that's a very good point. It was a bit... It was like... Quick, quick, we need to put a, a, a scene right at the very end. I don't know what we can do, just do that. Other than familiar. sort
0: of showing what the world looks like a little bit post... Yeah, not even Infinity that. War. Mm. Although at least we know that character survived.
1: <laughs> very importantly. Um,
0: but yeah... Um, so I think it also suffers a little bit from being post Infinity War. You just kind of want to get to Infinity War Part 2. Mm. You don't really want the stuff in the middle. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I think,
1: yeah, given the way Infinity War ended. What about the news about the new Spider Man movie villain? Oh, I haven't seen this. Yeah. It's, um, um, Thingy. Ah, Thingy. Excellent. Um, Domehead. Um, Mysterio. Mysterio. Ooh, cool. First time he's ever been brought to it. And they did, I think they've released who's going to play him as well. Cool,
0: because I was kind of worried that they were going to fall into that green goblin trap again. That undid him. I watched the end of Amazing Spider Man 2 the other day because it was on telly and I had half hour to kill. Oh, oh, right. The rhino bit. It's not as bad as I remember that film. The thing that really lets that film down is the Gwen Stacy stuff.
1: Yeah. That film would have been
0: much better if they'd have just had the balls to keep Gwen Stacy alive mm. instead of feeling so compelled to put that death of Gwen Stacy thing in.
1: Uh Killing Gyllenhaal,
0: is it? Apparently. It's interesting.
1: Mm. But
0: that could be good. I enjoyed Homecoming. You weren't
1: no, um, as enamoured with it. No, not really. There were some little bits in there right I quite liked, but
0: It was my favourite of the Spider Man films, I think. No. never a massive fan of the Toby Maguire one see
1: I, I like the, the first Toby Maguire one I thought was on quite well
0: see whenever I think of it I just think about the scene in the hospital with the you know I told him Spidey dude it's like, <laughs> it's like watching your dad trying to be cool
1: hmm.
0: Um, but yeah uh, it's just yeah. I don't know I just yeah they all seemed a bit and the third one was just buckled under its own weight I think um, this part of me thinks it's a shame the, the amazing Spider-Man didn't reach its at least end its arc kind of thing mm. um, but at the same time that second one was such a fucking mess and it ended on such a downer even if it did try to end on a positive note with the fighting the rhino thing which I always forget that, that final shot is in the fucking trailer yeah it is that exact final yeah. shot which it seems to be common practice now I know with but the, um,
1: with the um, swinging the manhole cover manhole on. cover
0: in the yeah. end which when you watch the trailer you're like I cannot wait to see what fucking comes after that <laughs> credits apparently <laughs> um, yeah I think it was just too busy but... have you
1: seen Deadpool 2 yet yes what are you think of that I liked it
0: mm. I loved that
1: have you seen the Venom trailer yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. I don't understand how it can't be a Spider-Man movie. Well, I don't know because there's these
0: continual mixed things coming out now of them making it instead of it being R-rated, they want to make it PG-13 so they can tie it into the Marvel Spider-Man films. Oh, really? But in the same way that the Netflix TV series are connected in that they share events, okay, but they never cross over, kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Which there was a part of me that was hoping that. Avengers Infinity War would just bring all those TV characters together as well in one big massive Marvel fucking I'm sure that'll happen at some point it'd be cool even if it is just a cutaway shot to Daredevil Jessica Jones Luke Cage and all that should we get involved Hmm. kind of beyond our pay grade (laughs) or just a little shot of them in the background just doing something
1: Hmm. with an easter egg or something
0: yeah just like on a smaller scale Hmm. you know they're meant to be street level crime fighters so, just on a massive scale attack, but you just got a shot of them doing street level stuff. Although, if Hawkeye can fight aliens, I don't see why Luke Cage can't get in the fight. Mm. And Iron Fist. And Jessica Jones. And Daredevil. Actually, fuck it, yeah, lazy shit. Um, but, yeah, uh, there's not really been much common news. That Venom film just looks shit. The trailer didn't fill me with confidence either. It doesn't really seem to know what it wants to be. Mm and it blatantly looks like there's a shot from the final battle in there where it's got the carnage type one.
1: Oh, yeah. There was a bit of a Carnage going on there, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just looks like it's burnt. I'll watch it on DVD probably, but it's not one I'm going to rush to the cinema to watch. Mm. It's just, it just strikes me as a company making it to keep their fingers in the pie kind of thing. But that animated Spider-Man movie looks fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, it looks good fun, that. i would be one to watch.
0: But, yeah... There's does not there's much coming out. I really want to see The Meg, but it's not going to happen. All right. And I'd quite like to see Equaliser 2, because I really enjoyed Equaliser. But
1: Have you seen the poster where they've got um um the Thunder guy in there? <laughs> Just the film's called Shut Up, Meg. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you what I saw the last hour of and actually really enjoyed second time. was Ted
1: 2. Oh, okay.
0: Did not care for that film. I, I have watched it. it.
1: Um, or have I seen it?
0: I don't bloody remember. It's got a fantastic bit where they go. They celebrate by going to an improv club and shouting out an inappropriate suggestion.
1: Okay. No, I haven't. Is the first one got Flash in it?
0: Yes, he's in Flash the second one as well. But.
1: Okay. But it's the first one where he gets wasted. And that house party and yeah. ends up. Yeah, yeah. I've watched. Um, what have I watched? I watched. Last night, I watched The Taking of Pelham 123. Denzel? Yeah, which I've never seen before it's alright The night it's not before as as the original but it's good the night before that I watched The Equaliser I, I really liked The Equaliser I really liked it really liked it I mean yeah the plot's been done to death it's like you know everything yeah everybody. in that TV series with Edward Woodward oh yeah that one yeah but I really enjoyed that I haven't seen the second one yet
0: no I haven't I really want to see it like I say the first one kind of caught me by surprise I thought I'd like it because it's Denzel and it's a guy doing his own fucking thing mm. again the thing I would have liked with The Equaliser is what I would have liked from the Punisher TV series is a little bit more of him doing small scale equalising.
1: There was a little bit of small scale. Yeah,
0: but not a lot. It's like the woman who, when the shop gets robbed, yeah, I would have quite liked to assume the confrontation where he gets the stuff back.
1: Oh, of course, you don't see that. But you do don't you? see it, he it does... just reappears in the till. Yeah.
0: Which is kind of cool, and it's like you just wanted to see somebody get their fucking comeuppance for the sake of it, mm. kind of thing. So I get why they didn't show it, and it's pretty fucking violent in the last bit anyway in the. Uh,
1: yeah, proper. With store
0: the store where he's getting all the power tools out.
1: Yeah, with the freaking nail gun. Um, I've also watched Predators again and it was a bit, didn't really enjoy it that much.
0: Yeah, see when I did my, really, I'm going to watch the Predator film, I ended up watching Predator and Predator 2.
1: Mm.
0: There's a trailer for Predators before Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. As I had my I'm two sure. young kids with me. I was oh wow, that.
1: yeah.
0: That's all right, it's not as traumatic as before we were going to see Christopher Robin, there was a car in which a man chainsaws a... Giant stuffed panda to fit in the boot of his car,
1: uh, but uh, he didn't because the panda appears later on in the advert. So the panda wasn't her harmed. But for a child, you still yeah, saw a I panda I, I, yeah. with I, a chainsaw going at it, <laughs> and then bits of it. No pandas were harmed in this in this trailer. Yeah, but it's kind of like, enjoy this film about a stuffed bear that comes to life. <laughs> now enjoy this advert
0: in advance. <laughs> it's like think it through, fuck's sake. <laughs> But kind of you wonder whether Disney knew. (laughs) But yeah, um, so that's cool. And a little bit of Bond news, I suppose, because it's the only sort of news that caught my eye. It seems to be a bit quiet. Is that Danny Boyle's left Bond 25.
1: You can carry on talking about this. I'm going to get a closer look at that. Go on, carry on. Which
0: was never really going to happen, because Bond's one of those franchises a bit like Marvel where you're under strict orders to fulfil a certain criteria. And, yeah. So, to be fair, it's been so long since the last Bond film, who really gives a fuck anymore. And I say that as a Bond fan. But,
1: Did Quantum Assaults have no ending? No, it sort of ends. Oh.
0: They're just... The last three Daniel Craig films have just been dull.
1: Well, I'd, I heard... I can't remember who was talking about it. Um... Somebody, it was, it was somebody mentioned whoever was making it that that film has no proper ending because of the writer's strike.
0: It has issues because of the writer's strike.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, it has an ending. Whether it's the ending that was originally intended, it's mm. very anticlimactic. I think. I think I've said, talking with Barnaby online about it. I think what they need to do is after this Daniel Craig film, go back, just have the five Daniel Craig films as their own little Bond bubble. And just quietly slip back into the Connery to Brosnan continuity, for want of a better term. And just leave it in that timeline and just go back to being a bit more fucking fun. Mm. Go back to the elaborate stunts. Because nobody overly watched Bond films for the story. It's a bit like porn. You're watching it for the set pieces. The story secondary mode all the time. And I tend to find that even a bad Bond film is still entertaining, whereas the Daniel Craig ones have just been quite boring, in my opinion. But I get that there are people that like them, and more power to them. But they're just, yeah, missing something. And I think that's where Mission Impossible has managed to rise up and become as popular as it has. I need to watch the Mission Impossible movies. You do. They're very well, much worthwhile. First one's still my favourite. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only one I've seen i really like the first one, which is weird because it's the one where his entire IMF team is killed off in the first 20 minutes, Mm. thus taking away the whole thing that made Mission Impossible, the TV series, so popular,
1: some would argue. And the fact that the main guy from the TV series happens to be the buddy.
0: I know. I think after 20 plus years we can...
1: Oh, we can say that now. Spoiler alert. Which is a bold fucking move to make. Oh, it's brilliantly bold, yeah.
0: Which, I mean... I was never a massive fan of the TV series, so it didn't really affect me. I get why fans of the TV series were so fucking livid about it. Mm. And that it keeps the films in the continuity of the TV series to a certain degree. Mm. It's a different Jim Phelps. Apparently they asked... um, I can't remember his name now. The guy who played Jim Phelps.
1: So that's Tom Cruise's character? No, he's Ethan Hunt. Of course he is.
0: Jim Phelps was the guy from the TV series.
1: So does Ethan Hunt ever appear in the TV series? Is he a his character?
0: No, he's purely for the films, right? Which is why you could watch the whole TV series and then go into the films, and it would be a continuation of the TV series rather than I see. a straight remake. I mean, you can view it both ways as a remake or as a continuation. It yeah. fits nicely in that pigeonhole kind of thing. But but no, and it's quite nice. There's some, quite questions some bit. this weird bit in the sixth one where it's like, oh it'd be really cool if they like you know brought back this character from the first film and then they referenced him just after I thought about it oh. and I was like shit was that a reference I think it fucking was but but yeah it's uh, it's good and like I say as long as they keep hopefully they'll keep making them for as long as Tom Cruise with and hopefully they'll keep making them after Tom Cruise as well hmm. as an integral part of it he is, he is it's about the IMF team rather than that specific character so it is kind of built to be a franchise that could survive past tom cruise but i think as long as he can keep doing it they'll keep him in it because i think they were positioning jeremy renner to take his place at one point yeah i'd heard that i as think well. that's kind of why he was brought in as that character because i think the original idea was to kill him off in this film because he couldn't commit to doing the whole film Because mm. i think from what they said he was in a position where he was tied to a film that didn't want to use him which was avengers infinity war which made him unable to do a film that he wanted to do. Oh, right. So they'd offered him a short thing where they killed his character off and he was like, eh, I'll pass on that. Which is fair enough. Because I suppose it's a handy door to keep open, especially as I, it looks like his Born franchise isn't going to carry on. Mm. Which I quite liked his Bourne film, but I it didn't add anything. And it was essentially about a guy trying to get
1: drugs. That's another a lot of films I've really not really seen. I think I've seen the first two.
0: The first two are superb. The third one's alright. The fourth one, yeah, enjoyable enough. The fifth one, I really didn't care for that much. I'd need to watch it again, really. But it felt a little bit of a letdown after the potential of the first two, three and a bit. But but again, it's kind of franchising for the sake of franchising sometimes, isn't it? But, but yes, so... Uh, I suppose the only other thing to really talk about this week that I've been up to is that I went to the DC exhibition at the O2.
1: You did for your birthday. Birthday treat.
0: My early birthday treat. We kind of decided if we're going up to London. We're talking about I'm gonna look a book again. We're gonna do. We wanted the kids wanted to do the Harry Potter thing, and I wanted to do the DC thing, and I wouldn't have minded doing the Harry Potter thing. Um, So we figured if we're going to go, we do it all in one day kind of thing. So we went up the night before, stayed over, then did the day. Um, Saw a giant metal bra outside the O2. Saw the photo of that. I know. I walked past, I was like, Andy will just be really disappointed with me if I don't get a photo of that. So yeah, did that. Um, I took so many pictures inside the DC exhibition, which if you go on the True Believers Facebook Ah. page... You can see the album, but it was cool. They had original comic pages. They had costumes from the films. They had concept art, so like the duck, the duck from Batman Returns. Um, No Lois and Clark stuff, which was a little bit disappointed. Um, I could have easily spent hours in it, but it's really good because you can just once you're in, you're free to spend as much time in there as you like. And we got there early, so we were pretty much there was only us and another couple of people in there.
1: Was there like an interactive game? Because I what did the, the Star Wars one, and as you were going along, you could build up your Star Wars character by kind of choosing. No, oh, there was anything like that. That's quite a good thing, actually.
0: Yeah, but I tend to find that stuff as a bit detracts yeah. you from the. It's like the problem we had at the Harry Potter thing is the kids had a Harry Potter passport, and you had to spot all the golden snitches hidden around. So they weren't fussed about looking at the stuff; they just wanted to find the golden snitches to get them stamp in their passport thing did they find them they did again I took a lot of pictures there as well but but yeah I think there's about 300 odd photos on the facebook page just of the comic pages and the movie art which I didn't take photos of all of it but I took photos of all the comic pages most of the uh, movie art and the costumes which I'll add later but it was really good I spent hours there and there was a page for a comic that I own a Adventures of Superman four eight five. I got a little bit emotional, sort Is of. So the one with the,
1: with, the, with Catwoman? Is that the one you took in no, the photographs. Superman. What did you call it? Adventures of what? Adventures of Superman oh, four hundred eighty five. Oh okay. But,
0: and yeah, just seeing how all the pieces come together to make the covers. I kind of got so used to everything being digital now that you forget that it was cutting and pasting and tipexing and all that sort of thing. But yeah, it was fantastic. And then, like I say, we did the... It's like you've got decent okay, detailed that. Batmobile stuff with writing on it. And it's so cool. It's like one of the things had um, Julia Schwartz's signature on the bottom where he'd obviously signed off on the page. Yeah. It's oh, just wow. tiny little details like that and little notes. And like I say, I tried to take photos of as many things as possible. You could just grab that photo off of my... But yeah, it's on till the 7th of September, I think, so if you can go, I highly recommend going and checking it out. Um, I recommend picking up the exhibition programme as well, because it's just stuffed full of pictures of what's there. And it's only 12 quid
1: for about 200 pages. Yeah, it's awesome. I've just been thinking through it now. It's a proper book. It's not like a programme, it's a proper book.
0: And it is just pictures and art, and it's fucking lovely it's not the same as seeing the things up there and like I said if you can't make it I did put pictures up on the Facebook page on the True Blues one I will add more um, but I highly recommend getting down there if you can get down there before the so it's like that one mm. you can't really see it there but that's stuck on and you can see the faint pencil lines on some of it
1: freaking But amazing
0: but yeah it's just amazing seeing all the stuff and the Superman stuff seeing the Chris Reeves Superman suit the Brandon Rose Superman suit. Actually being up close to it. The Michael Keaton Batman suit.
1: <laughs> but... Did they have any Neil Adams?
0: There was quite a bit of Neil Adams there. Oh yeah, do There was quite a bit of Neil Adams, quite a bit of Jim Lee stuff. Uh, some um, Darwin Cook stuff as well, which was lovely to see. Big fan of Darwin any Cook. Any
1: Alex Ross? Uh,
0: yes, the whole end bit was... Alex Ross
1: stuff Kingdom Come stuff yeah
0: but yeah lovely I'd, I would have yeah, loved for it yeah. to be a beer yeah. yeah you had a Jack Kirby there as well shit me. so original Kirby art that's probably the closest I'll ever get to original Kirby art yeah but yeah like I say I could have I could have happily spent all day there even the wife and kids weren't as bored I kind of thought they'd get bored of me I spent so long looking at things and then taking photos of things because they were really cool about you just taking photos of stuff. Mm. You like you can take photos of anything you want. You just can't video. So, but yeah, and seeing like the Man of Steel suits.
1: Did they have the moustache there?
0: They didn't. No.
1: No. So,
0: I think that's too raw to talk about still.
1: There was a good reference to that in um, Teen Titans. one of yeah. the posters in the background. So something like the stuff or stuff like that. Uh, that's another thing with
0: Mission Impossible. Henry Cavill is superb in it. I've always found him a bit, yeah, But he was fucking ace in that film. Um, yeah, and then we went and did the Harry Potter thing. Which, have you done Harry Potter? I haven't I, haven't I want to. Which initially, because that was so busy... And the gift shop was so fucking expensive because we had to kill a bit of time, so we did the gift shop first. I was a bit like, i uh, kind of not like, really into Harry Potter anymore and all these people, mm. and I'm not overly going to enjoy it. But then as we gradually went into it, I really enjoyed it. And then towards the end, you go to like, they've redone one of the production offices. Okay. It's just cool. got all the art up on the walls and that. And oh, so not
1: the original one, they've redone it.
0: they yeah, rebuilt the production office. Yeah so as to how it was
1: so uh, there was a photograph of you outside the house from Privet Drive Is that the actual house or did they rebuild it? I don't know because hmm. I know well, in the first film it was a house on location but then they'd rebuilt it so was that the house that they rebuilt?
0: I, yeah I think so because the amount of people that were touching it going oh it's not brick, oh it is brick, no it's not brick
1: All
0: right. and you could clearly see it wasn't brick where the plywood was starting to come away but it's probably done, you could sort of walk in the downstairs and look in the living room and see all the letters yeah set up in the and um yeah and then you had the potter cottage a bit further up
1: the potter cottage
0: and as you went round the back you could see how they graded all the bricks to make it look like brick oh wow which was pretty cool um but like I say when we got to the art stuff did they have that?
1: the actual costume itself I think it's just a concept oh, of it yeah that one I meant yeah
0: yeah they had that there yeah they had two Affleck ones the main one and the armour one Um, but yeah the Harry Potter one when you got to the production office and saw all the production art and then they had the big white card model of Hogwarts yeah I was like that is stupidly impressive so I took loads of pictures of that and then the next room you go into is the scale model of Hogwarts and that's just lovely to walk around
1: Is that an original piece? Yes. um, I think all the art in there was original. So I'm looking at the page of the Dark Knight Returns.
0: So, again, that was really nice to see. I'm not a big Dark Knight Returns fan, but...
1: (laughs) It's one of those iconic things that you've got to look at and think, shit, that's original.
0: It's a shame there's not more comic art museums. I know there's the British Comic Art Museum in London, which I've never been to, to be fair. But you need, I think we could do more exhibitions. Because they must be making a killing to be in the O2. Mm. With all that stuff on display. But yeah, Diamond Cook stuff. Yeah. So I absolutely love Diamond Cook. I got on our Diamond Cook book for um, my birthday.
1: Oh, right.
0: Which is a mixture of like, it's not as much. Unfortunately, it's not as much like, you know, sketches and that sort of thing It is all the finished pieces, pretty much.
1: Bane.
0: Yeah, they had the Bane suit there as well. They had a Joker suit. They had all the Joker clown masks. Yeah. But. but, yeah, if you can get up to there before the 7th, I highly recommend it. I'm sure it'll come back at some point. But, yeah, there's definitely room for more comic art exhibitions. Oh, shit,
1: man. They've actually had the, the Heath Ledger suit as well.
0: Yeah, that was weird, being sort of yeah close to something Heath Ledger at all. Because I was a big fan of Heath Ledger as an actor. So it's oddly emotional, some of it. Yeah. It's like, or seeing pieces of art. Like, they had that original Neil Adams page of Batman jumping or running across the desert kind of thing. Yeah, And just seeing that up close. Because that was one of the first Batman images that I really stuck with me from comics because it was in the making of the Tim Burton Batman book so it was the first sort of image that I saw that's pretty
1: stunning isn't it
0: yeah it's lovely but yeah no it, I highly recommend going if, or if you can't make this one if it never comes back or if anything similar ever comes I highly recommend checking it out it's definitely worth it so and I don't think it was that expensive to go to that hmm Considering, no,
1: the Star Wars one wasn't that expensive.
0: Yeah, I see, I missed the Star Wars one. Was that costumes and art, or was it? Yeah, just...
1: it was a lot of concept art and models. Um, was that at the O2 That was the same room uh... upstairs. In the O two, cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just it was fantastic, I and mean, it was. Um, it it was um just things like you were saying about seeing the costumes, about my costume close up You know, I got to see the the. The eighty-eighties close-up and stuff like that, you know. The well, you know how much Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns meant to me as a kid. Yeah, exactly. At that age,
0: I was watching Batman like twice a day. At one point, absolutely fucking adored it. I'll
1: show the photographs I got on there.
0: But I'm going to put some of the art photos from the Harry Potter thing up on the Facebook group. I know it's not strictly comics, but it's still art.
1: Why your eyes blue? I don't know. She, she nipples too. yeah. The Silverstone Batgirl costume, if you're wondering. The Chris O'Donnell,
0: he looks like Michael Myers. She, yeah, he the does. Head.
1: Which was a... Um, William Shatner mask. Or the
0: original one was a William Shatner mask. Yeah, I think they sort of... You know? The Clooney costume up close, the mm. amount of detail in it, I know the nipples are a problem, but it seemed like the Clooney and the Kilmer ones up close, and the sculpt they've done for the model... Yeah, to put the suit on. Is eerie. I was half expecting it to move. Mm. Like George was like, I've "Not been in a film for a while, I'm just gonna stand here in my bat suit. <laughs> But the only issue I had with the Batman suits is, I'm guessing, because of what they were made from, they were behind like a black mesh, so it made getting photos of them tricky. Yeah, but even like the close-up detail on the Two Face one, like, details on costumes you don't necessarily appreciate when you see him on screen
1: oh, Matt that face looks a bit eerie oh it's weird because he's got the longer hair as well yeah
0: it's quite bizarre but but no and they had like the penguin for mayor thing up on the wall from Batman Returns they had the penguin for mayor badges yeah but yeah, that was the kill on the suit they had oh yeah the nippleless one the one from the end of the film oh okay But yeah, and they had a scale model of the Batman Forever Batmobile.
1: Oh, really? It's sort of that sort of big. Yeah, I've always liked that Batmobile.
0: I do, it's not practical as a Batmobile, but as a roadster car
1: that catches bugs. Look
0: at that. But yeah, as a comic fan or anybody who has any aspirations of of drawing, I have quite a few problems. This things there it's lovely
1: the, the.
0: yeah and they had the bat wing up on the wall
1: oh but that wasn't from the first one though, was it no that's the batman forever one that's the bat plane yeah. they didn't have the bat wing
0: not from the timber one Yeah, no. but yeah that one as well where it's all stuck together but it's weird it obviously, honestly never really occurred to me that they would have cut and paste like physically literally cut and paste they made comics like I used to make them in my bedroom, mm. where I'd stick the word balloons on after, but they had those from
1: oh, my Batman the Animated Series. The, and, the intro.
0: Yeah. And the Harley Quinn model sheet.
1: Actually by Bruce Timm.
0: Yeah. Mm. Amazing. But a few things I had little notes on, that were yeah. really nice. Like there's one, one of the JLA ones that was something like, remember continuity from JLA XXX or whatever it was.
1: And it's just those little... That's proper Warner Brothers, isn't it? They do stuff like that. Original Jim Lee but stuff. Lovely little details. Tot long Halloween, I've got that. Oh, OK, and Michelle Pfeiffer's costume. Which is looking, looking a bit worse or worse.
0: Well, it did by the end of the film, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was cool to see as well. And I felt a bit weird taking a photo from the ass angle.
1: but hmm. You did it
0: anyway. I did it anyway. Because it kind of had to be done. But yeah, no, it's lovely. This, say the Superman stuff as well. It was very Batman heavy, but mm. I suppose it's going to be. Mm. But yeah, they had original pages from Killing Joke up there. But yeah, very, very,
1: very cool. Highly going? But very cool.
0: It's kind of something as well. You don't really get no more and more of it's done digitally. Mm. You don't really get original art
1: anymore. Very true.
0: So these sort of things are going to become a die-in.
1: Mm. So those bloody digital artists out there, no bastards. Then what do they do? They go and sell their sketchbook pages. Yeah.
0: Money-grabbing wankers. Yep. But yeah, no, sorry this one's been a bit... It's not been any bit near than usual, is it? It's been no, quite it's consistent. Been, yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, the ones I think have been near when I listen back to them to check they're alright are surprisingly lively sometimes. Uh, but It's a short one, about an hour and a half. It is a short one. Coming in by the time I chuck the music on and everything. But yeah, no. Like I say, we'll be back to full strength. Well, as full strength as it gets. <laughs> Um, should hopefully have gears moving on True Believers stuff as well so we'll have some 2019 things to talk about possibly some other projects pages have started coming in for Tales 2 we've had the Inheritic page and um, Steve Tanner sent me some pages that aren't quite finished yet for his one Um, yeah starting to see stuff tickling in for that tickling in trickling in tickling in yep um yeah waiting to see what else comes, but we'll start revealing some of that in the mailer as well it's all about putting in the mailer these days
1: yeah what um, about the big
0: reveal all about the big reveal that's usually me just turning a big sign basically yeah. it's like play your cards right
1: yeah higher I was hoping higher happened to be lower yeah that's true but yeah so
0: if you made it this long thank you for listening
1: thank you any shout outs any final shout outs any final mentions
0: um Timebomb Comics. I'll go through the people I bought stuff from. Uh, Timebomb Comics. Andy Ball, Midnight Man, which is Bad Mother Publisher.
1: That's actually what I was looking at a second ago, the original artwork that you've got up there. It's lovely, isn't it? It's gorgeous.
0: I'd quite like to frame the the pages that appeared in the comic as well, mm. next to it. But it would mean cutting up one of the comics. I suppose I could do a high print out of it, couldn't I?
1: Yeah, I mean, we got the PDF, haven't we?
0: Yeah. So but it's quite nice to compare because it's like in that one, in the finished one, there's a bird.
1: Oh, really? Oh.
0: And And it's, it's got the word balloon on for the end for the punchline in the last panel kind of thing.
1: Is there actual... Because the one thing that's really interesting about that is that there's no actual lines to break up the frames. Is that consistent with the original as well? Uh,
0: it may well be. Let's have a quick look.
1: Sorry, this isn't very really interesting for you
0: listeners. Right. We should do a... Sketch temper special where we talk a bit more art stuff as again. Yeah, it's got the whiteboard. It does, them. yeah. Yeah, you got a couple of birds in that one.
1: It's quite a bit different. Look at the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, it's, shading's different, isn't it? Well, they've they've um, digitally uh, knocked it back. In fact, on all of it, look. On all the shading on the hair, they've digitally knocked it back.
0: It's lovely because you've still got the blue lines on it as well. I've started using blue pencil more when I draw. Yeah. Because i found it easier when I then come to ink it. It's a bastard to rub it out sometimes, but. But yeah, but no, hopefully Tales Two's coming together nicely. But I think Probably Andy's that's... doing a story for Tales 2 as well.
1: Yes, well, I'm working with. Um... Well, I meant
0: Andy Bloor, but yes, you are. As oh, well. sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, let's make it all about you again.
1: <laughs> but yeah, now who you're working with? Um, uh, now I'm working with Craig. Cool. He's writing me a story. Who did? um did which... the last Sunday one, the first one, yeah. Mm. But uh, he hasn't. Yeah, I haven't read anything of it yet. But hopefully, he will come up trumps
0: that's cool i got something that I've roughed the idea out right for but I might end up having to try and draw it myself because mm. um, I don't write to the standard that comic artists expect mm. I sort of the thing I'd sent to Susie Gander which Susie's taking a break so shout out to Susie as well hi Susie because she's taking a well earned break for a bit to focus on personal stuff see I sent her a script and I broke her, She's
1: like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think she's something to do with massaging uh, the beard's beard. You know, he needs constant, tender care. Well, it does. Because you've got to get that softness. Mm.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, shout out to Milmo. Hi, Hi Milmo. Um, I'll try and remember to put links in the notes. Uh, Little Heroes, Richard Lee Carter, Pipe Dream, Pool List, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Shout out to the Awesome Pod again, because we always do.
1: Hi Awesome Pod.
0: <laughs> it's probably not doing them any favors. They probably lose a listener every time we do it.
1: Hi Awesome Pod. Hi Awesome Pod. Hi uh, Awesome Pod. Check out
0: I Am Zoot. Yeah, um, I Am Zoot. You um, can just blanket search I Am Zoot. It'll pop up. Yeah. Real Zootbot on Twitter.
1: Bit real Zooped on um, Facebook and ArtStation Station for slash Zoot. Cool. Um,
0: True Believers Mailer is it comes out every Monday, except for last week and this week when it will be out on the Sunday because I won't be near my laptop on the Mondays to send it out because um, I'm on two weeks holiday. Kokomo. Um, Yep, tinyletter.com forward slash troops. You can find True Believers online at the website, which is OKTrueBelievers.com Facebook at forward slash OKTrueBelievers Twitter forward slash OKTrueBelievers and Instagram forward slash OKTrueBelievers Nerds Who Haunts Himself has a Facebook page if you fancy checking it out, you can find the Adventures in Nerdhood uh, silly little drawings that I've been doing Uh, I did a Tron one recently and a Harry Potter one uh, I was
1: sodding Dobby.
0: You were sodding Dobby. That sounds rude when you say it like that. It does. Uh, and he had his Dobby out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not go into that. Um, if, for some sick reason, you like my drawings, you can find it on Facebook and Instagram at Stuart Thinks He Can Draw. Uh, if you like programmes about art, I recommend Fake or Fortune on a Sunday on BBC One. Surprisingly good for a Sunday on BBC One. And um yeah, that's pretty much it for this one. We shall be back four weeks or so ish. Um until then, keep spreading the four colour word and yeah, we will be back then. Bye bye. See ya.